Okay, hello guys, and welcome to the VR Inside podcast. This is episode three, and our Motley crew is together, but unfortunately today we're missing uh, one of our crew, and that is uh, poor Frank. We don't know what's happened with him. He is currently uh, MIA, so uh, Frank, if you're listening, we hope you're okay, bro. Uh, but hopefully you'll be able to make it next time. So I just want to introduce... Exactly, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I just want to quickly go around, introduce you to everyone. Not like that any of these people need any introduction, but uh, we've got the uh, Bioshock lover and king of VR himself, <laughs> Nathy okay. Nathy Patady. He's obviously hosting <laughs> this. Uh, fun. Did you really do that? Oh god. Okay. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, some of your uh, your old school fans will remember the old uh, Nathy Potato videos. Uh, <laughs> me being an old school fan myself, I remember those 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 oh, okay. uh, fun memories of those videos. So, uh, oh, good <laughs> so to Nathy, hear. the main man himself, uh, who's hosting this fine podcast. Then we've got the uh, fastest YouTuber alive, and that is the rowdy guy himself. <laughs> See if you can move really quickly across the camera <laughs> yeah. to like make that blur. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I I'm kind of tired. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You can have a rest today. Yeah. Uh, we've got the bro of VR, and that is uh, Austin what Prometheus. Up, How are and uh, and myself. For those that don't know, I'm the new boss. Uh, I'm actually the duck boss. Uh, so we had uh, Rowdy, who was the prison boss, and uh, now we've got the duck boss as well. So uh, if you need uh, any help uh, with your duck calls or identifying a <laughs> speckled, speckled mallard uh, and a hen, then let me know. Uh, I, I'm your man. So, uh, so there we so have you're, it. Guys. You're actually living in a fire station as well, like uh, duck uh, busters and uh, doing exactly calls right. And, uh, cool. Wow, that's you got a dog too. Uh, yeah, I have actually got a dog. He should come on the stream. <laughs> He's not as evil as the dog in Duck Season, though. You should be aware of that. All right, cool. He's not going to murder anyone, thankfully. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyway, guys, how are you all doing on this uh, fine Saturday morning? Or afternoon, in fact. <laughs> yeah, well, Depends uh, on where you live. afternoon, right? It is. Or not. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> it's, morning. Well, it's morning. It's morning for Austin, but it's afternoon for us. So. Let, let, let me open my curtain to see uh, what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still day. <laughs> open the window of the Schmeagel cave, like peek outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just some fresh air for a second. <laughs> yeah, but that's no, enough of fun. fresh air now. Back into yeah, the, yeah. back deep into the cave. Okay, guys, so we've got some uh, cool topics to discuss today. We've got the new Steam VR home, so uh, we can all live in a, a new nice environment within VR, which is really, really cool. Uh, we've got the Pimax Kickstarter, which has just gone absolutely crazy. Uh, talking about crazy, we've got Palmer in Japan. Man, that guy is doing some crazy stuff right now, but he's such a cool dude, so it's uh, an interesting topic of conversation. And then we can just move on to some like games that we're playing at the moment and uh, what sort of uh, you've been up to this week. So to kick it off, um, I just want to start off with the new Steam VR home environment. So for those that you don't, don't know, uh, uh, Valve just dropped a new update on Steam VR where you can uh, install the new version of Steam VR home. And this new version has some really, really cool features. Uh, you've got trophies in there, which you can put on a nice display rack. So, you know, you can um, 
which will change depending on how many achievements you earn in game. So they they start off like a mm-hmm. like a black kind of color, and then they 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 go from like bronze to silver to gold, which looks really really nice. And I'm I'm I, I used to be a really big fan of uh, trophies and achievements back in the day, like uh, on Xbox. So this kind of thing oh, really yeah. pleases me because it's just kind of one of those uh, like uh, you know you invite a buddy round to your like virtual like environment, and you're like, hey, check out my like trophy track. Uh, my my trophy cabinet, right, and yeah. uh, and show off all the the cool trophies that you've got in there. Um, we've also got some screenshots and artwork uh, that you can actually put on your home environment walls as well. So if you take screenshots in game, or you've got a funky poster you want to put up, then you can do that. You can also uh, change some of the the panels uh, to uh, recently opened apps, friends lists, and room lists, and you can place them anywhere within your home environment. So that's also really really nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've got a cool boxing ring environment that they've also included where you can box with a, a robot and uh, get some boxing skills and even <laughs> pump some iron cool. in VR. So, you know, if you're not getting out much because you're spending a lot of time in the virtual world, then at least you can go to the virtual gym and uh, make sure you don't skip leg day and pump some yeah. iron yeah, in a virtual the, gym. Especially the boxing <laughs> ring looks really cool. If you ask no, me. I have to skip leg day in virtual reality yeah. too, are you kidding me? But it's, 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 it's actually an environment you start in, as far as I know. So it's like, hey, you now get like the Oculus Home uh, or the Steam VR Home menu, where you stand like in a, in a little uh, apartment where you can go outside. So this is like a new one. That's, that's kind of awesome. that's, that's kind of cool. I like that. So you can now pick one of the two. So hopefully there will be more yeah. coming. It must be strange Definitely. to start there, you know, with a robot that you can hit all the time if you want to. <laughs> well, yeah. Some, weird. some people got some pent up frustration like, in there, man. Violence. <laughs> uh, would it maybe be possible to to show the trailer of the of the Steam VR yeah, thing? Yeah, that's a good idea. Is that, well, is that sure? There is a if, if there is a trailer. I I haven't seen a trailer of that, so I don't have oh, one ready seen, right I've now. I've seen a I've seen a trailer though. I'll I'll look it up and uh, I'll drop it in the sure. in the chat, and you guys can uh, check it out. I've, I've seen like a, a, a like gifs, you know, like little uh, moving images. But uh, mm-hmm. it, it looks really cool, you know. You got like uh, uh, the boxing gloves. It's still in the style of like yeah, the other yeah, games they yeah, did too, yeah. the mini games. You know, the band you could play and uh, I know. But it looks nice. It's yeah, just the, the that, that Steam is not really. Sorry. Yeah, the video that I've seen was looked really cool, especially the boxing ring. Uh, it, yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks really interesting. Because Steam I think, is um, not really well, uh, promoting it that much. Like we know on like the on Steam that there's like a new patch note. Mm-hmm. That's about it. You really need to share it to know it, with with Valve stuff at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think right now it's because it's still in uh, beta. They've not actually done an official release. So if you, if you, if any of you uh, viewers out there want to enable this and check it out yourself, you actually have to go into Steam VR, uh, navigate to your tools uh, section, scroll down, and you'll find Steam VR within your tools. And then you need to right-click on that, go to properties. And then click on the beta tab, and then opt into the Steam VR beta update, and then that'll download the the brand new uh, update, so you can check it out. But like I say, it's they've 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 put it out there, but I think it's because it's still in beta that they've not really like yeah. promoted it that much. Yeah. Uh, but what they're working on and what they're implementing is is definitely really really cool, and and something that uh, is is badly needed, I think, because. You know, if they want us to 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 start in these environments, they've got to be nice, right? And I think Oculus needs to take notes on what Valve are doing with this right now because, you know, we've had the Oculus uh, home environment for a, what like a year or so now, and it hasn't really changed that much other than 
<laughs> now you're outside rather than inside. Whereas what we all really want is to move around our virtual space, put stuff uh, on the walls and, and decorate it ourselves and invite people over and you can showcase stuff um, and, and, and have it as a more personalized environment rather than just this like bog standard scene that you can, you know, uh, you can look at. You just want something more interactive. And, and in a way, um, it's also what, uh, what Facebook is doing with their uh, Facebook uh, Spaces uh, kind of app huh? with, uh, with yeah. Oculus. It's, yeah, uh, it's I have the feeling that experience. Uh, yeah, true. I have the feeling that Facebook Spaces is gonna be like the Oculus Home because I mean, yeah, Oculus Facebook Home itself Facebook. hasn't been updated in a while, mm -hmm. and not not in a way where the friends system improves. You know, so it's like I'm not. You're not really meeting there with friends yet. But if Facebook Spaces is gonna bring that system, I mean, of of course Facebook wants that to have people mm -hmm. uh, yeah. log in with their Facebook accounts and use those. You know, <laughs> yeah, of course. Then you'll have another way to market them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. You could have ads all in your living room, your virtual living I room. I can't wait. <laughs> I don't know how yeah. they will do that. Maybe you need to wait until you start your game. You have like a commercial of like 10 seconds, like like freemiumware, wow. you know? You made a mess. Yeah. Clean it up with Clorox disinfectant. <laughs> <laughs> they could actually do very original things with advertisements, I think. I, th I don't think that's it fair. has to be... Yeah. Uh, uh, it will be that intrusive. I mean, the most intrusive wow. ads often don't work that well, I guess. <laughs> it's often the yeah. subtle ones that get you. you it, it depends. <laughs> if they start to bring free-to-play experiences to uh, VR, where it's like, hey, freemium, you know, uh, if you die, you need to pay uh, five bucks to respawn, oh. and then it's happening in VR, then I don't know what to think about that. But uh, If you die yeah. in VR, you die in real life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, that's... <laughs> That's right, like these microtransactions, right? Like you have to watch Facebook. Watch a, f a five minute ad to get like five coins to play a, a, f a freemium game. Yeah, that yeah. would suck. <laughs> yeah. But definitely, yeah, I think that's what we need, you know, like a proper environment where you can have people around, you can socialize in this environment, but also use it as a platform to launch all your games. Uh, and like, me, you know, me and Rowdy played uh, a, a game on Oculus together uh, earlier on. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just a real hassle to try and get it uh, up and running. It took us uh, a number of attempts to get it up and running. Uh, so if we were able to meet in a virtual space and then communicate with each other and then start the game together, mm -hmm. then that would have made life so much easier yeah. for us. But um, yeah. right now it's still a bit of a mess. But then again, if you look at Oculus Home, that's still got the uh, the beta icon in the corner and obviously SteamVR is still in beta as well. So. We're, 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 we're still testing these for these companies, you know, we're still the guinea pigs uh, and they're not actually uh, saying that this is a final product just yet. No. So. And also for, for me, I don't know uh, why, but they don't really work well together for me, like Steam VR and Oculus Home together. If I have them both like working, uh, I have my Vive plugged in, I have my Oculus plugged in, I always have some kind of problems. Always, I need to I need to make sure I plug everything out from from one uh, to make sure that it's working on the other one. I don't know why that is. I, I, I maybe it's just my settings could be, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 weird. It's every time that I have one of them plugged in, uh, the other one starts causing troubles. Yeah. Hmm. But if you're uh, an Oculus user and you want to jump between Steam VR and Oculus Home, I actually made a really handy guide that you can check out on my channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> that's that definitely true. I mean, I think uh, you that can, if you work with Oculus, then you can easily use SteamVR as well. 
Yeah, yeah. The, like uh, the latest Oculus trade tool, you know, if there's any Oculus users out there watching, uh, I would definitely recommend uh, using the Oculus trade tool, which was developed by a dude called Apollyon VR. He's uh, made this really awesome tool for the community, and uh, he enables it so you can jump easily from Oculus Home to Steam VR within the virtual world. Also, I just yeah. saw that uh, Frank is in the that. is in the chat. Uh, I'm just going to ask Frank: Are you are you able to join now, or uh, are you? Because we uh, we locked a room at the moment. But if you're able to join, then uh, we can actually unlock it and uh, have you join. Yeah. I did actually uh, have a notification to say someone was trying to get into the room, so maybe he is ready. Okay. Well, so. if his internet is ready, then yeah, <laughs> feel free yeah. to join. Um, yeah. But um, anyway, someone said, Rowdy, uh, like your, your Vive Rift problem is like a first world problem, you know? Well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, right. Of course yeah. it is. I mean, oh, I'm my God. I mean, they're not wrong. That. They're not wrong. I'm not going to yeah. disagree. It, it's completely yeah, right. Rowdy. It is a, a big first world problem. But it's it's kind of annoying still but in a way. it's still a problem. It's yeah. still it's still annoying, especially if you if you want to do like uh, some kind of recordings. And every time that I switch from from Vive to Oculus, all all of my settings, I need to like readjust them and uh, make sure that they work again for for the Vive or for the Oculus. It's just a it can be a hassle, but it's it's definitely a first world problem. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's like oh my god, my pony poops gold. Oh, it's such a problem. It keeps leading like little gold piles everywhere. We have, we have oh. nowhere to yeah. put it. <laughs> it's true, it's true. No, no. I, I definitely apologize if I give the impression that I'm not happy with that. Yeah. I don't I don't think no, anyone's dude. actually giving you real shit about that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's okay. a joke. Let's see. Okay, let's let's uh let's let in um Frank here and then we just need to stop that other video. Hey, what's up my guys? Good morning. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so who's got the other video stream on? Yeah, that's me. Just uh, do your thing. Um, How you doing, Frank? You alright, bro? Doing well, doing well. Sorry, guys. Late night, you man. Got... I was at the restaurant till like midnight. You got a new headset going on there. What? What's that all about, dude? Oh, so I can hear you guys and so I can talk to you without it being crummy. Nice. It's nice, uh, right? I feel like part of the crew. <laughs> the headset crew. It, it, it sounds. sounds bit, it does sound a little bit better. It sounds a bit, a bit loud to me like uh, your gain is uh, way up higher. My gain is up yeah. high. Okay, hold on. Or you need to talk very softly. Whisper to us. I'm talking sensual, yeah. Frank. Gently. Mm. Caress our ears with your subtle tones. <laughs> so if I talk gently, we're okay. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. That's good, man. <laughs> That's All good. right, I can do that. So yeah, just to, to wrap that bit up, what we were talking about, we were just talking about the new Steam VR home update, um, Frank, and that you know you can add some more bits and pieces to your Steam VR home environment, which is really really nice, and that you know probably Oculus needs to take a few notes out of Valve's book right now and and maybe implement something else. But obviously, you know, because they're part of Facebook, hopefully we'll have a platform like that in the very near future. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I was reading about that. It looks really cool. I have not gotten a chance yeah. yet, but it looks awesome. Yeah, it looks really, really nice. And it's, it's just a nice environment to be in, uh, especially when you personalize it. It's really, really cool. So uh, moving on. So this is some big news uh, this week. Uh, the Pimax uh, announced a Kickstarter campaign. So this is this is the bit that confuses me, right? Because not are not only are they kickstarting one product, they're kickstarting three products. So if I just go through them quickly, we've got the Pimax 5K, <laughs> the Pimax 8K, mm -hmm. and then the Pimax 8KX. 
So they've gone the whole Apple route and they've added an X on the end of their products <laughs> to make it sound. Yo, does super it have premium. a little notch in the display so I you so. can only see part, part of it? Notch, not. <laughs> the notch has been confirmed by Prometheus, so notch confirmed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so th- this this crazy crazy Kickstarter thing, uh, like even the fact that it is a Kickstarter, uh, confuses me a little bit because. This is a, a company that produces their own products. They've sold products before. They must have a, a storefront of their own. But they've decided to go with Kickstarter. But with, this is strange because it's a fully fledged product. It's not like it's in development or it's not like something they're pushing to say, look what we're so designing what, right now. What was Kickstarter a, then, like specifically? The three products in terms of actually people pre-ordering, pre-ordering oh. them. Maybe they did it just to yeah, see yeah. like how many people would actually pre-order it. Huh. Maybe, but yeah, this is the, cr- the market, maybe. But this is the crazy thing, right? Because it was only five days ago that they actually started this Kickstarter campaign. Their goal oh, was uh, two, $200,000, and they smashed it within like <laughs> a few hours. And now, looking right now, it's uh, at 935000 Damn! What the? Oh yeah. wow! Okay. Yeah, but that okay. tested yeah. review really helped, I think. And it didn't it launch the day of that review. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. That was that smart. Well, their whole campaign in the first place was pretty good, you know. It's just that yeah. they didn't have to kickstart it because they already like they are going to deliver them in in just uh you know a couple of months. So it's like they just, it was more like a web shop and to show it off, like, hey, this is how, this is the impact we have. This is how many people buy it. So it's like, you're actually opening up about how much you sell. So yeah. it's just it's, using right? Steam VR, I'm guessing then, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. If, if you look at their, if, if you look at their Kickstarter page, you have, they have like a risks and challenges. And that is say that uh, manufacturing is not an issue as we have already delivered over 30,000 Pimax 4K headsets globally in half a year. For a Pimax 8K, we will use the Fresnel lens without any supply issue. We are now in the stages of finalizing the solution for positional tracking, and as such, it may delay the shipping time of rewards that include positional tracking. To overcome this, we have uh, come up with multiple positional tracking options, and we are seeking support and partnerships. So that is the only part that they still need to do after the... Yeah, exactly. But they have also a timeline, and the timeline actually starts on May 20. 2014 when they established their team and then they have all the development cycle up until uh, July 2017 where they have a global roadshow for feedback and then they go into September where they have uh, the Kickstarter launch and then the immediate next time point is December 2017 where they have the estimated delivery of the Pimax uh, 8K to the backer. So that's, I don't know what what is in between that time frame but I guess that's the only problem they still (coughs) seem to have is something with the positional tracking. So I wonder if they have to like hire a new dev or somebody just to work on that or an engineer. Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing that they would, well, I mean, if they want to make sure that they deliver in December, uh, then I hope they're in the, in the, you know, the finalizing stage at the moment. I hope so. But the, if I, they're I mean, I, you don't want to have like the, the, the Oculus shipping problem, you know, where there's like, you don't get your stuff. Yeah. But like not on time, so let's well, hope for the best. Was this mentioned right? in the, in any of the tested video of like that there were problems with positional tracking? Because I, I don't. I mean, I haven't heard anything of that. Yeah, I hadn't really noticed. <laughs> the only thing I'd heard about is that the field of view, some kind of like people were worried about that. But that was. Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> 
I'm, I am definitely worried about the field of view because, I mean, it's very cool to see 200 degrees uh, field of view in headsets. I think that's freaking awesome. But I just don't know how, uh, like, the majority of the VR games will actually deal with this. Because, um, I mean, there are, like, games like Rig and Morty, yeah? like the virtual reality. It has, like, a, f a field yeah. of view kind of slider. So you can adjust it yeah. there, I guess. But with... Um, the majority of the game that is not there so i guess that when you actually have 200 degrees field of vision you're just going to get like a very zoomed in or a stretched out image which i don't think is really the way forward unless of course every game starts to like give like you the option to uh, to choose your field of view of your headset which which is yeah. maybe something that uh, is indeed uh, for the future yeah. but yeah. at the moment <coughs> the majority of the games I, I mean, I, I'm not looking forward to having, uh, you know, a zoomed in image, even yeah. if it's uh, 200 degrees field of view. But again, in, in the tested uh, video, they didn't really seem to, I mean, they, they did mention something about the field of view, uh, but uh, they didn't really mention it that they saw like a lot of like aberration on the sides or like, uh, you know, like distortion. They, they did say a bit, but nothing that was worrying them. So yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't okay. know. I have to try it myself, I guess. Do they have a ship date at all yet, or is it going to be a while? The, the only thing they say on their Kickstarter that I have seen, maybe someone else can fill in on that, is that estimated delivery is December 2017 for the uh, Pimax mm. 8K. Yeah, but so they already you delivered the 4K, huh? So, and then Mike, the there was like a Pimax 8K X, right? Like the, the yeah. Super Pro <laughs> Ultimate uh, Awesome Edition. Yeah. And uh, is, is Mike still there, by the way? She's yeah, I'm still little, here. I'm uh, still here. You, you're, like you're a little bit frozen in on my place. screen. Yeah, you, Wait, let me show he's you. Just, uh, he's just fine. Okay, well, so what maybe you should rejoin. But anyway, I, I wanted to like ask uh, Mike about um, like the the Pimax 8K, the X one. Like you need yep. like two 1080 Ti's to run it. Like it's it's a beast of a headset that you need to run. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Is so it, talking about. Yeah, so talking about yeah, the specs, well, you... Uh, no, I, I, you need, like, at least a good computer for this stuff. Like, this is not your casual uh, computer. No. Mike, can you rejoin? Um, yeah, 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 sure, but, yeah. Um, can somebody tell him to rejoin, maybe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I watched the stream or... live, Mike was the only one kind of yeah. bubbling. Yeah. Can you can you hear me? Or... Okay, is that better? I can hear Mike just fine. Uh, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Mike, he's been back. talking, but you guys are talking over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, sorry, guys. Um, uh, okay, we're cool. Thing. But yeah, Mike, tell, tell us more. Tell us yeah. more. Okay, okay. So looking at the Kickstarter specs of this uh, crazy device, we've got a 200-degree field of vision, like uh, Rowdy already mentioned. Uh, each eye is running at 3840 by 2160 uh, per eye, so that's like 4K resolution per eye, which is pretty nuts. Amazing. Uh, they reckon it's going to be compatible with SteamVR straight out of the box. And like Grady said, it's going to be delivered just in time for Christmas. But this is the crazy thing about this, because if it's going to be delivered in December this year, this would mean that these headsets have already been manufactured and pretty much must be already ready to go already. You know, it's not like they're manufacturing them now in time. They must have already started production on these. Um, but this is the crazy thing, right? So the, the, the goals for this thing uh, are pretty nuts. So if I just go over the pricing... So you can buy an 8K Pimax uh, for $499 if you already own a Vive uh, base station and controller setup. So, mm -hmm. you know, 
you can just buy the headset itself. And apparently that's going to be compatible with your, your Vive base stations and your Vive controllers. And that seems like crazy thing to, to put on your uh, marketing. What do you guys think of that? I think it's a very it's smart approach. Smart, yeah. yeah. I, I like it. Yeah, it makes it easier because then you don't have to buy all the extra stuff. But then the people yeah. that don't have that, how much are like all those lighthouses on their own? Yeah. The lighthouses but, are pretty expensive, right? If you want to just buy them off, off the website, I think. Yeah, but I mean, mm -hmm. VR is expensive yeah, in general. But then yeah. they are yeah. actually targeting people that already own a headset, mm. right? Yeah. I also don't think that if you if you are about to buy a headset, you are going to buy a Pimax. Well, I, I don't know about that. I think there's a lot of people that still think like, you know, uh, I want to have the, you know, I mean, there's a ton of people that still have an iPhone 7 and they're still going to buy an iPhone 8 or an iPhone 10 or whatever it is. There's yeah. a lot of people that still want like the newest thing. They might sell their Vive without the base stations and just keep the Pimax. That that's true. Do you think that if like they're an iPhone owner that they would buy like a um, Hamazaki like X that comes out? You know what <laughs> wow. I mean? It's just like Probably a no not, but if, if it's, it's a, a new high-end thing, if it's the new high-end thing, if everyone says, "Oh, this is the you know the best thing," then maybe those people will. Yeah, that's a good point though. But a lot of it's like uh, a lot of it's a status thing, and they want they still want it to be a good product. Mm. You know, so like you're saying, like with Apple, if you're buying the latest Apple product, there's at least like this. Uh, this set in stone quality that you pretty much expect from it with the Pi, this Pimax thing, we, we have no idea how it's going to work. And it almost like in my mind, I have trouble understanding how it will work, considering that it's uh, way different than, than Vive or um, or Oculus, which are both doing pretty good with Steam VR. But this is going to make it entirely different. You know, it's even using like a different layout. So. I don't know. I have trouble believing it's just going to roll in, have no problems with Steam VR. You're going to love all your new games on your new 8K headset. I don't know. I would love for it to be that way, yeah, but it just indeed. seems difficult for me to believe. Yeah, it feels too like good to be true. Yeah. I just want to throw it out to the chat as well. Like, are any of you guys that are watching the stream right now, have any of you pre-ordered it? Have any of you like done the Kickstarter thing and actually ended up buying one? Because... We actually know two people uh, from our group that have pre-ordered through the Kickstarter campaign, um, and and they're super super in excited about it because you know, like you said, they want to be on the cutting edge, and if this is the if this is the product that's going to deliver that, then that's what they want. But let's be honest about it, you know, it smashed its goal within a few hours, and now we're almost sitting at a million dollars backed in terms of funding. Mm -hmm. So there, there's definitely an appetite for like a, a high resolution virtual reality headset that has a really wide field of view. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and it, I, on, the, on the wide field of view, uh, we have VR Gaming involved who, who addressed that issue as well. He said the Pimax field of view issue is actually a software issue, which is what we said as well. Uh, so that is using, uh, so that is something that can be fixable. Racing sims have been using high field of view for triple screen monitor setups for years. So yeah, that's, that's indeed, that is indeed true. But then indeed every VR game that is made for the, for the Pimax will then have to implement that uh, software uh, uh, solution, I think. Yeah. Uh, every, every single one that uses the, the Pimax or you're going to have a, a zoomed in or stretched out image. And if that or is the unless case, like yeah. the Pimax, um, unless the Pimax in, in implements some sort of like fix, yeah. so it upscales yeah, it or yeah. changes it some indeed. way. If, uh, if Pimax that, can that, deliver something like that, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. So looking at the price again, so we, for just the headset alone, it's uh, $499. Uh, if you want base stations and controllers, because uh, so you don't have a Vive previously, then that's $799. Uh, 
Um, and like they say, they're going to be sort of shipping for Christmas time. But that's just for the 8K, right? So this is where it gets completely insane. Because then you've got the 8K X. The X. And uh, they say on their Kickstarter page that for the 8KX, you'll need next generation GPU. Uh, you'll need at least uh, an, an, Whoa, I, an i7. Next generations? <laughs> We're not even yeah, yeah. allowed to play it on this generation, boys. Yeah, yeah. Nvidia, you're gonna need like. Where are you at? You're gonna, yeah, you're gonna need like a, a 1080 Ti uh, SLI, likely. Um, That's the wrong right generation, now. Mike. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I know. <laughs> Are you angry? Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. I, th I, th I think Austin just bought like a new PC and he's angry that he can't like use like the latest stuff on it. He's like, what? Mike's out here spreading lies. <laughs> yeah. So that, that, that is true. Like you're going to need like the, the, the very cutting edge to run the 8KX because the 8KX is the same headset, but apparently it runs at 90, uh, 90 hertz uh, according to uh, their sales pitch. Wow. So, um, but this is the weird thing, right? Because they put a caveat. I can't they even put imagine a caveat. how many pixels a second that is. Exactly that's right. Nice. So, th this is a weird thing to put on their sales pitch because it, it says it right at the very bottom, and that says, based on our tests, no obvious difference in VR gaming experiences between the 8K and the 8KX. So then you just begs the question, why would anyone buy this thing? I guess just to be that cool. <laughs> Based on our tests, we don't know why we made this. Yeah, that's pretty much what they're saying. Unless, unless you're some kind of developer, maybe. Maybe it's like aimed at developers, but they don't stress that in their marketing. But I mean, where's where's this developer like coming from? Like, are are they from from America? Are they from from Asia? Or uh, you know, where where are they coming from? Who knows? Because that's the thing. I have the, I have like a mixed feeling about this whole Pimax uh, thing. I mean, I really want to believe that it's really cool and it works pretty well with Steam VR and stuff like that. But I mean, let's say it's almost Christmas. Like pre-ordering. Like I I don't pre-order myself. It's 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 a risk. I mean, sometimes like if I really think something is good, I would pre-order it for sure. Like I'm I'm also going to be a blind fanboy. <laughs> But I, I'm, I'm like, I, I want to wait for the, like the reviews of like actual consumers because let's say how long is this headset gonna like perform well, you know? Maybe it's gonna cause some issues after a couple of months. Maybe the display is gonna like uh, twitch around or, you know, like, yeah, uh, tested for example, used it for like a day or two. But on the long term, how is this thing going to do, you know, software wise and hardware wise? That's yeah. just the thing I'm like wondering. And I mean, you don't know. We but. need to give them some credit though, because I mean, I the guys from Tested, uh, I I do follow them quite a bit, and they've been very positive about it, and I do like their reviews always. So I mean, I think if they would have some troubles with it, I do think they would have come clear about this, and they were actually, I I, I didn't thought I didn't think they were going to be this positive mm -hmm. when I when I and, first and, and, and I think I, I think that's what added a lot of credibility to it. Because the tested review like dropped almost the same day as the Kickstarter started, and a lot of people were like, "Hang on a minute, these guys are saying this thing's legit. Uh, maybe I should be pre-ordering because maybe when it comes to December, pre-orders start shipping, and everyone's going crazy with a 200-degree field of view, saying this is the best thing ever. The VR gods have finally graced us with a, an amazing <laughs> headset, you know. And it's just like." then it's going to be a real struggle to buy one because they're going to be sold out everywhere. So I can understand why people are pre-ordering. 
But like Nathie says, I think it's a bit dangerous right now in this kind of unknown territory, especially yeah. with a company that we don't really know that well. Um, so that's what I would say. But as 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 anyone in the chat actually said that they've pre-ordered themselves, I haven't seen anyone uh, saying it, but I might just, have, I might have missed it. It's I mean it's it's no secret that as a company, if you deliver or not, you can get away with it in a way mm. you know it's just i don't know i i think they they are going to bring something good but it could also cause some 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 issues people are going to have with it I, I i mean i like the idea this is like a headset of the future in a way um so people can now like get a taste of what it is but it's more like a taste not like a, a daily thing you are going to use that's the feeling i have i mean it's kind of hard to talk about this because i i haven't tried it i don't pre-order it i i didn't pre-order one like everyone doesn't really know anything about it. Only no. tested, of course, because they had so, one. Yeah, and um, they they're the only only source that we we have at the moment. I mean, I, I've seen some other reviews pop up. Yeah, upload well. also uh, yeah. had one, but I don't know. I didn't really hear that much from upload. It's just that it's also like it's they could have also done a marketing campaign on all the websites. So like, how much can we trust? A website you know did they get paid to maybe be yeah. positive or or to boost up their whole campaign we don't know i mean i'm sure tested you can't yeah. buy their opinion that's for sure um but i don't know i i i mean i i i'm the same like i i do give them since the since the review from uh, from tested i do give them a lot more credit than i did before so i do understand that after yeah. that their kickstarter may be like uh, bumped up a, a bit because uh, they're, I mean, they're just a very uh, trustworthy source. But also, I was thinking too. If you think about it, they did raise nine hundred thousand, but five hundred bucks a headset. Really, that's still only two thousand headsets. That's not like, that's not really crazy numbers for like a brand new on the market, top of the line, most amazing product. I mean, like the iPhone within five minutes probably had twenty million pre-orders. Not comparing it to an iPhone, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good but point. still, I mean, for a company that has no name in the i mean no name that has not uh you know been a, one of the established brands that we have now i mean if hcc would do it then pr they would probably sell like a lot more headsets as well or uh, if, if facebook would do it but uh it's a, it's a new player that is basically kind of entering the market and uh, i do find it an impressive number though i mean how, how much how much was the how much was the original yeah. kickstarter from oculus uh, how much did that uh, end on does anybody know that I can look into that, definitely. But like um, another feature of this headset is that it's kind of modular in a way in that you can add accessories to it. And one of the first accessories they're, they're touting that you can add to the, the headset itself is almost like a leap motion mm. uh, kind of device that clips to the bottom of the headset. Yeah. And then you have like hand and finger tracking. So that's that's quite an interesting design feature and interested to see what you guys think of that. Yeah, just to mention really quickly, uh, there were 9,522 backers with Oculus with a total of 2,437,000. So... Oh, right. So we're, we're almost halfway there yeah, in, four, exactly. in five days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's actually, when you put it that way, it, it seems well. way a lot more impressive. Yeah. 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 Uh, VR Gaming Evolved ordered uh, uh, an, oh, an 8KX. <coughs> nice. You got an the 8KX. Yeah, that's what he says. Boom. So. Hey, hey, buddy. The next generation GPUs aren't even out yet. Why are you pre-ordering? <laughs> doesn't even make sense. But like when this finally comes at Christmas, um, we, isn't LG working on another headset too? I mean, like they're going to have competition possibly even when their like release is. 
Yeah, but that's the thing. It's not really a competition. They they go like next level. Like the, no one is going to create like a an F4K or 8K headset right now. You mm. know, uh, yeah. like this this uh, is one the, of those the OG is like 1440, I guess. And nope, that's why this this Kickstarter also worked so well because it's it's like something out of your mind, something crazy where it's like what 8K, you know, where like we just got <laughs> 4K screens. Like 4K <laughs> didn't even get accepted by just the casual public yet, and they are already starting. I think like a, a, a 4K headset could sell well. I think we are almost to a point where they start selling that. Mm -hmm. But like they go to 8K and then it's like, whoa, uh, okay, uh, <laughs> you know? So that's why they also like, they got so much attention coming towards them because everyone's like, it's not even about how it looks the headset. It's just like, whoa, 8K, man. Yeah, it's like PC Master Race to uh, the future. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. O the OG one has uh, a single 3.64-inch uh, uh, screen with a 2560-1440 resolution. So that's, uh, what is that, 1280 times uh, 1440 pixels per eye, uh, which is also better than the Vive and Oculus, right? Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. And yeah. see, that comes from a more trusted <laughs> company is why I feel like more people could lean towards something like that, but I don't know. You're right. I think we have okay. to wait until they get out into the public. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm actually uh, heading off to California on the 9th of October next month to go to Oculus Connect. So you never know. They might announce something crazy there, which would be really, really interesting. But yeah. also, while I'm out there, um, you know, I've, I've spoken to Pimax and I might be able to go and visit them in San Francisco because it's not actually far from where I'm staying yeah. uh, to demo the to demo the Pimax and actually have a go with it. So uh, hopefully, hopefully while I'm out there, I'll be able to give you some first-hand experience of what I think of that uh, headset. But the other thing is, which is a, another point to make, is that you know any anyone, everyone can make all these amazing headsets. You know, 4K resolution, 10K resolution. At the end of the day, it's just a headset. Like we need the software uh, and the games to 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 bring people to the platform, right? To the VR platform, yeah. you know, it's all well and good having an 8K headset, but if there's nothing fun to play on it, then what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, once the hardware is there, you know, I, I still think the games will come. Yeah. yeah. But are developers even making games that can like that on 4K? It'll make a difference. You know what I mean? Like, because they're not even optimizing their stuff for that, are they? Well, that's the thing is they had no reason to. Yeah. You know, so like now with that out, I'm sure it's not like an incredibly difficult thing to like if you make because you're going to sell sell more uh <clears throat> more by just developing straight up for like vive and oculus and all that obviously but if you then want to get that little extra market by spending some time optimizing it for this headset which is already still going through like steam vr then you know i can see what they're trying to do because people mm -hmm. would if i was a developer i'd still be like well if anybody out there wants to play my game in this insane resolution and like i can optimize it for that you know but do you guys when you guys play like you know per, speaking personally like I, the field of view isn't something that really bothers me anymore no. do you know what i mean or I, it, it doesn't even factor into my enjoyment of a, an experience in vr don't really agree okay uh i think a bigger field of view is always always better but it needs to be done properly I mean, if, you, if, if it's just a stretch out image, then, but I'm telling you if, cause I mean, the human field of vision is what, 220 degrees? I think it's something like That's that. That's right, yeah. Of which a large yeah. part is peripheral vision. Um, yeah. If you can manage to get that in game, 
I think the immersion will be a, a lot higher still. Because now I sometimes okay. still have the feeling, I mean, of course, while you're playing, you forget that, but it's, you're still wearing glasses, you know, you're still having yeah. those binoculars on your, on your face. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, you forget about that while you're playing, but I think the level of immersion that can be reached will be even higher if you reach a 220 degrees of, uh, of, uh, of vision. I think, yeah, I think that will That's still improve fair. a lot. Yeah. And yeah. for me as well, I, I don't think that, um, I mean, resolution is important, but resolution does not make a game. I mean, uh, if I play super hot, if it's an 8K or 16K or an, uh, you know 100K, it will not make the game any any better than it will be as it is now. I think. Yeah. Even though it's all polygons, uh, it's just a brilliant yeah. game as it works. And I think that what we what we need far more are like creative devs that make creative games that people want to play, regardless of like the resolution that we're that we're playing it on. Of course. More is always better, as I always say. But I mean, if we work with the materials that we have now, I'm I'm 100% sure that we can make a lot of fun games. If you look at the general PC gaming market, there's a ton of games that are out there that are like still 2D platformers that work like really, really, really well. Yeah, <laughs> especially with VR, I've noticed yeah, like when exactly. I play games, resolution doesn't matter as much to me. No, no. I, I, I don't think so. I mean, more is always better. I mean, the clearer it will get, the better it will look. I, you know, I'm all for that. But I yeah. prefer a good creative game with an orig original concept than a game that just looks very, very gorgeous and that's it. Yeah, spend time on the mechanics and like actual gameplay. Don't worry about the visuals as much. Oh, for sure. Oh. Okay, guys. So, so let's let's move on then from there. I, I guess I guess testing these headsets ourselves will be the proof in the pudding with this one. Yeah. Um, but maybe this is an area where 8K will make a big difference. And uh, this kind of brings us on to our good friend, uh, Palmer Lucky. He's recently ventured off to Japan and he's, uh, he featured on an AVRS hentai VR pool party. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you kidding? Uh, no, no, no. So he was there. He was there as a VR expert talking about the <laughs> VR adult industry. Um, which and 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 that 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 that's just crazy in itself. But he was actually sitting there in a bikini as well. Did you guys and a see wig. the video? Yeah, I, did I, you guys I, see the, it's I, unbelievable. I saw a bit of it just before this show, because uh, you know we've seen him in in uh, female attire before when he did the uh, quiet cosplay uh, a while back. You know he's one of those guys that could probably pull it off. Like you know, um, we should but, have, we should yeah. have shown like a little bit of solidarity. More power to him for doing it. Yeah, yeah. We, sh we should have shown like a little bit of solidarity and all joined the stream today, the podcast, and do it in bikini as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but I think like it kind of it, it looks all like kind of silly what he, he's doing, but I think he's doing a really good job right now with VR. Like we don't really see it. Maybe yeah. he's like dressed up as something, but maybe that's like you don't know why he's doing that. Maybe he's trying to give out a signal. You know, it's like. That he needs help. No. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, it can be it can be considered art as well. Like you, you use art or like a way to like dress up yeah, and then get attention. It's a good way I mean, to draw attention. Yeah, that yeah, maybe you, that's the key. Yeah, I know. he's getting a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you you gotta be like a, a cool dude to dress up like that. I mean, I I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't <laughs> even like to like. Yeah, no, so, I would do. I mean, it. I would definitely do it. Next, next podcast confirmed. Next prison boss. Rowdy in a bikini. Oh, you're in a bikini. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I'll just trim but, my but... my chest hair so it looks like I have a bikini on. <laughs> <laughs> so so while Palmer's out in Japan, he's also going to the HTC Vive stage show at the Tokyo Game Show. Um, so that's going to be very, very interesting as well to see him there because whilst he's been out in Japan, we've also seen him recently playing the Mario Kart VR experience, which we talked about a bit on our um, yeah, yeah, yeah. previous podcast. So he's been playing that. He's been getting involved in a lot of VR stuff. Um, but there were some interesting quotes that he made during this uh, talk about sort of like the the VR adult industry uh, and, and just VR in general. So this is kind of the, some of the comments that he made right at the very beginning. And he stated, uh, VR isn't taking off quite as quickly as people anticipated, uh, which is a, a, a fair point. But he did say this, which is interesting. VR is selling at this point more than the iPod did at the same point in its lifetime. So oh, yeah. if we're taking like all the headsets in, into, you know, together, the sales of those headsets together uh, are doing better than the iPod did at the same point in its lifetime. What do you guys think of that? I'm just so sick of hearing like the, the meme like, uh, oh yeah, VR is going to fail or VR is not taking off like it's supposed to. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but the estimations that they did in the beginning, they were insane. Like, you know, how many billion uh, the industry would hit. I mean, there, there's not a single industry <laughs> before that hit that much uh, in such a short time frame. Uh, it's, I, I think that the, the way that VR is progressing, it's, it's phenomenal already. If you see like the market players that are joining, we have Samsung joining, we have uh, Facebook joining, uh, Sony is, has already joined, Apple is uh, building an AR kit, uh, Google is, uh, is doing VR and AR stuff. There's so many big players already in the market that I think like, you know, it's, it's, it's taken off. Maybe not as fast as it's supposed to be or how everyone thought it would be, but there's no stopping technology. No, and these Microsoft headsets haven't even launched yet, and that's like no. the more consumer-friendly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like as we've seen in the past, um, porn seems to push new technology forward, right? So look at like the VHS and the Betamax. You know, it it it, it, it sort of uh, takes on new technologies and uh, and and sort of uh, experiments with them in that in that way. Mm, yeah. um, and he that's why he was kind of saying it. You know that. It's always been at the forefront of technology adoption, and that's why sort of a lot of people should be maybe using it as a platform. Um, and maybe porn it could be VR's killer app to bring more so people I, to the platform. What, Who what, knows? What you're saying, Mike, is that everyone should watch more porn? <laughs> go for it if that's what makes you happy. Like okay. you know, whatever makes you happy, you're not hurting anyone. Go nuts. Well, let, I mean, um, let, let's hope the porn industry is going to do some new stuff because it seems like they are just stuck with their 360s all the time and their VR, their cardboard selling that kind of stuff. So you talking from yeah, experience I mean, there? No, 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 no. But it's like it's common, it's common knowledge. I mean, everyone knows this. It's all about the 360s. I mean, they can also go next level if they want. Like they can use the Pimax 8K. I mean, uh, hey, we finally found something useful for the for the Pimax to play. That that might it's be too, too much resolution. That might be too, too real. I don't want to see that much. <laughs> Frank, Frank, then it doesn't matter anymore if your girlfriend is angry or not because you, you got another real one in that Pimax. Digital waifu. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean... I mean, yeah, no, but but seriously, though, you guys are right. Like, uh, as long as they start to cash more, the more interesting VR okay. stuff we will also see. I'd, I'd, no. but, but, 
But I mean, don't underestimate gaming. I mean, gaming is also funding a lot of uh, stuff in, mm -hmm. yeah. in the VR. I, I just looked yeah. uh, at the chat and I saw that uh, and I saw that Paradise DK said that his cardboard got a little bit damp and soggy. <laughs> maybe maybe that was still of like a previous part of the conversation <laughs> he, was, he was just gaming so hard right yeah Dude, sometimes you know he's just a wow. gamer he's just I, a i've gamer. never heard this before this is very interesting but but what he what palmer was also saying was that um behind closed doors like obviously he knows a lot of developers and people in the industry and behind closed doors he was like hey dude you know you, you tried like you know vr porn out and everyone's like yeah man vr porn's like the most amazing thing ever but when you like you it comes to like doing something live in front of an audience or being on stage they're really really shady about it they're like oh, i'm not going to promote it but you know it is amazing and he was saying that if you're a smart vr developer you should be like you know pushing money along uh, but in the, behind the scenes to like fund these projects but uh you know the front facing doesn't want to sort of admit that this is kind of what it's being used for yeah, that's sneaky. It's like hiding in your back room at night with your headset on. <laughs> yeah. Which, oh, wait, 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 that's the thing, right? Like, I think it's like a really dangerous thing to do. Like, <laughs> because you're blind, <laughs> you have no idea what's going on around you. You could get busted at any point. There's going to be that scene in a movie one of these days where somebody's like on their VR headset and someone's just robbing the house while he's just like sitting there having a go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he also he also mentioned some other interesting statistics, which is kind of cool. He said like the Samsung Gear VR sold around six million units, the PSVR sold around one million units. Uh, but he said that, that those devices, um, you know, at the moment people are very rarely using them. He said because there isn't the compelling software to make them use them. So I don't personally have a Gear VR, and I've ne uh, I've never actually tried a PSVR, but I'd be interested to know what your thoughts are on that, Frank. To see you, you know being involved in the PSVR world. Oh, dude, I don't even play flat games anymore. I mean, I play a little Destiny too, but I even play stuff in cinema mode because you can just play all your games on a headset. I don't even need a TV. I mean, we don't have the longest experiences, but we have all the top ones that you guys have for the most part. Yeah. I I think it's perfect. There's a game for everyone. There's over 100 titles now. We got shooters, puzzle, action, RPG to a degree. Um, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Platform. So it's in its infancy, but now there's definitely enough games to have fun. I kind of I kind of yeah, support yeah. Frank in that one because I mean, if if we're talking about longer titles, do do Oculus and Vive have so much longer titles? Very polished. The, uh, well, I mean, Oculus at least is like a lot of polish. Wow, but so so it's uh, Vive. Uh, I don't know. HTC is like kind of behind with their uh, Farpoint. Yeah. I consider that a polished title. If, if we if we're talking about percentage of games that are decent and polished, then Oculus will be in the dumps because there's just so many garbage games that uh, whenever you do run across a good game, it blows your mind. But I think you're wrong in a way there because there's way more shovelware on the uh, Steam VR platform yeah, than there right. is on the Oculus yeah, platform. For sure. Isn't that what I said? Steam no, VR. You said, you said Oculus. Oh, I, I yeah, meant Steam VR. <laughs> Dang, son. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. My uh, bad. And the thing is, like, the Oculus has got a couple of good, really good, like, long titles. You know, Wilson's Heart, I enjoyed. Long Echo, uh, Lone yeah. Echo, I really enjoyed as well. But it's it's funny you're uh, naming all the titles that Oculus funded by themselves. So if yeah. they don't fund it, yeah. then nothing happens. So there will be no, no like. Well, of course, there's some surprisingly good developers lately that that pull something awesome up. But 
no, you're right. Like without without the funding, we will not see Lone Echo mm. or Artica One or you know, like mm. l- let's think without those games, like what came out then, like but not that's, that much. But that's normal. Huh? I mean, no, yeah, but they shoot. I mean, it's very smart, and the games are pretty good. You know, yeah. mm. what well, well, PlayStation? I mean, I think. I think a lot of the games get like funded by a little bit by Sony as well, no? To get developed on the platform. So if you if they release on the PlayStation VR first, then Sony gives them uh, marketing. They yeah, give yeah. them seed money, but they have to pay it all back. And mm-hmm. they have to like sign either a year or six months exclusivity. So they help. And you know what I mean? The PlayStation yeah, yeah. store is much less convoluted. So they get a big banner mm-hmm. the day it comes out yeah, for launch week. And because, because I do, I mean, most of the games that I've played on my, on my PlayStation VR are quite polished titles though i have to say i mean and there are even titles there that got that got uh, that got canceled like like rick's rick's was a polished title oh yeah rick's is great and it's free to anybody uh, who's got playstation plus right yeah. now and yeah. then you got uh, uh resident evil which is uh, of course not a purely vr game you got super hot that got on there this yeah far point yeah far point is uh I really had a great, uh, great fun with that title as well. So you do have a lot of, I mean, if, if I have to say like the most polished titles, I think are the titles still for, for PlayStation actually. Yeah. I yeah, it's surprising. So. Like PlayStation is not bringing out that much, but they still got like the best uh, titles out there. Mm-hmm. Now that's right. I think that if you could make a top three, for me, it would be uh, PlayStation and then you got Oculus and yeah. HTC is like falling behind. I haven't, mm-hmm. like they did do some uh, funding and they did, make some games with like development but they were kind of arcadey you know i haven't seen like big uh powerhouse games so yeah playstation mm-hmm. is still doing it yeah. you know and people seem to be very dedicated to their headset too like also, also wi- uh, it's worth the wait with them you know yeah. like playstation isn't disappointing that much um, and also their they, launch titles they were very good actually huh? Yeah, they really weren't that bad. I mean, we got Riggs day one. It didn't do too great, but E Valkyrie was there day one too. Um, Job Wait, Simulator was there day one. Yeah. And then that uh, uh, that one other platformer game, uh, Bound. Is it Bound? Yeah. 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 The 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 tethered. With, yeah, tethered. Yeah. No, but same like a Moss is gonna come out soon, you know, with the little uh, mouse. I mean, that, that's like that's something like wow. Why don't we have this on 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 uh, on Steam uh, VR or? I oh, know it's, uh, it's bound. Oh, it is yeah. bound. Oh yeah, yeah bound, bound. bound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bound's the one with that really pretty graphics. You're running yeah, around yeah, everywhere. Yeah. I like that one. Very original game. Yeah. So actually, we should be jelly of uh, Frank. Like, uh, you know? yeah, yeah. And I mean, I have a PlayStation VR. So I'm, I'm not jealous. I'm having yeah, ton yeah, of fun. Yeah. No, but yeah, no, and I think that you guys have a, tons of games, and you have some like like we don't have a military first person shooter, but we're gonna have one in like a couple of months. It's five v five, so like I think that that was like one of the big things that everyone's wanting. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's okay. It's it's, it's correct. I think as well that PlayStation has a has a lot of great titles, and then indeed maybe the hardware is a little bit uh, you know less comparable to like the uh, the Vive and the Oculus. Um, but I do think as well that uh, that indeed because of like the, the market position that Sony has just in general in gaming, they have a lot more more say in that kind of stuff. And I do think that when when you make like a new platform like uh, HTC and like the Oculus did, that in, in the beginning you always need to be funding titles in a certain way. I mean, when Xbox joined the market, they were also funding titles to make sure that uh, you know they could compete with uh, with the with the others, I guess. 
Yeah, yeah PlayStation's yeah. sneaky about the titles they fund too. And they have like projects in Spain and France and like Mexico with all these like PlayStation prospects where they go to like schools and just like pull people to work on titles. So they have yeah, tons of VR games <laughs> they haven't even like told us about. Yeah, true. And I mean, the place of VR, it has no competition yet. You know, like the PC is not competition because it's PC is something on its own. Yeah. You know, and I don't. Far more expensive. Like it's not competing yet. I just have the feeling that the PC and PlayStation VR are not in each other's like way at all. You know, everyone yeah. is just okay. I, I bought a Vive because I got some more uh, to invest, uh, and I bought a PlayStation. Yeah, so you know, and, and, and that's. But let's say uh, uh, like uh, Microsoft is starting to uh, do a trick. Then yeah, then it starts to get a little interesting. Mm-hmm. Right now, they don't even need to try hard. You know, they bring some good games out. Like I think that it will be a positive effect too, where Microsoft is gonna come to the game as well, yeah. because then uh, they need to like they like to compete, so they need to, and then they will also have the problem where a developer set uh, an exclusive or sign an exclusive deal with PlayStation, while uh, Microsoft wanted to do it, and then you got that kind of like competition going on, you know. The whole uh, console uh, wars thing, exactly, because yeah, PlayStation's yeah. winning right now. But do you, do you think that the console war is gonna like have a positive effect on on the PlayStation VR? Yeah, to a degree, just because I think, I I mean, I don't, I think people are going to be iffy about the Xbox VR from the start, just because, like, they've been so iffy about it. They haven't said, like, one time that they really want to do it. They're just not really into it. They say it's a PC game. And then PlayStation, on the other hand, is like, go grab a VR. We've been wanting to do this since the 80s, finally. So it's like, I feel like PlayStation just supports the hell out of it so much that like, even if you look on the forums, people that have broken wires, broken headsets, they send them in, they get it back in three days. Yeah, wow. Their Sony support is killing it in the VR world right now. Yeah. Which is good. We, That's we, what you got to do. We got uh, two questions in the chat. And uh, there's also one about the, the PlayStation VR. Oh, both of them are about the PlayStation VR. It's, uh, David is asking, uh, who's actually telling us that the, the PlayStation VR is pretty good. I just wish that they would update the controllers because he has been so spoiled by the Rift Touch controllers, which I, I kind of have to agree with that, though, because, I mean, the, the PlayStation Move controllers, they're really not all that. It's, it's, it's old <laughs> hardware, and I think we've discussed this previously as well. Uh, it would be nice to see an upgrade of that. And then, I have uh, a strong th- feeling there is an upgrade. I just don't think they want to talk about it, so people will keep buying Move controllers, which yeah, is yeah. kind of sneaky, but it's smart from a company yeah, perspective. <laughs> and then there's another question uh, to, to Frank directly uh, of uh, if uh, Climby is actually coming to PlayStation VR. Do you think they said the dev said they wanted to. Or no, to the top, the dev said they wanted to bring it to it. To I don't know about Climby. Yeah, I, but I've heard to the top they want to push for PSVR. It's by the way, it's a funny fact that when I went to Gamescom, I spoke to a developer that was also planning to bring a game to PlayStation VR. And uh, when you update your game on PlayStation VR, you need to pay for that. <laughs> you need to pay for you, update. You have it was to like pay I was to update. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a process for them. It has to go through like all the ratings and every. It takes like a month to like even update for some people. Oh wow! Okay. It's nuts. Because there's a there's a there's a there's a line, so you have to get in line, and I think you can pay to like pass the line. Yeah, that's <laughs> nuts. Odd. <laughs> hey, it's paid DLC. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, like on the flip side, just to throw it out there very quickly, I saw something from Vive recently on the Vive port platform that you know, if you're developing on their platform and you're you're selling games throughout the Christmas period, the holidays, then you'll get 100 percent of the revenue. That's, that's awesome. awesome. I saw that too. Yeah, that's a great move. 
smart. It's it's not even about that the developers are getting it. It's just very good advertisement in the first place for for HTC yeah. for doing it. Yeah. It's like, oh, they're so friendly. That's nice. Yeah, it's like a positive spin, which is good. Because everybody else is yeah. doing exclusives, and they're like, we're not doing exclusives. We're even giving money to the devs. Yeah, yeah but 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 in the end, let's just realize it is Vive Bart, okay? So, which no one's using right now, right? I, um, no, I just hope not that really. not like a lot of like those developers that are making like shovelware will say like, ah, oh, let's just wait with releasing our game and then uh, go and release it there because then we can make even more profit. Yeah. I, I, I don't know, like, what do you guys think? How much impact will the whole Christmas uh, season have on Viveport? I don't think, I don't think it'll have a, a big impact on Viveport, but I think as a VR industry as a whole, I think it'll be huge because there's probably people being out there that's, oh, that's that, right. you know, a lot of people like kids, you know, or people that are younger, you know, a, a VR headset is a big, big expensive outlay. So maybe they're all holding out till Christmas to get that one big present. Yeah. And, and VR is going to be the one that they get, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do think that as well. That like uh, during Christmas periods, we're going to see that like surge and like VR uh, sales again. Yeah, as well yeah. on headsets as in games. That makes that makes sense. I really think we're gonna see a surge this year because it's been now out for like a, like last Christmas was like the first Christmas even for like PlayStation. You know what I mean? That people would have yeah. bought it and it was still like not a tested market. I think this Christmas we're really gonna see some sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that uh, PlayStation and and Oculus are going to do a great job on like discounting all the games and do it in a marketing way where everyone sees it. I'm not so sure about Steam VR. I mean, Steam VR with the summer sales and the Christmases, they aren't that exciting anymore compared to previous years. So it's kind of like searching for the best uh, sales out there, I guess. I, I do like Maybe they have it on the front page. Yeah, I still like that. It's, so it's not bad. It's not bad at all. And I mean, all the games are getting dressed up in Christmas style. And I mean, that's cool. Yeah. No. Just, uh, I just want to go back to a quick uh, point you made there, um, Frank. At the very beginning of that, you said you've been playing a lot of Destiny. Um, do you say have you played Destiny in your headset, like using that? Oh yeah, screen? yeah, I play Destiny in my headset. I love it. I feel like I'm there. Really? Yeah, dude, I love it. I mean, the resolution's a little low, but it's still it's perfect for me. I, I have bad eyesight to begin with, so I can't even tell. And I, yeah, I love yeah. it. It takes me a second to like get my bearings, but dude, it's amazing. So how does it work? Are you are you looking at a virtual screen within your headset? Virtual screen that you can make little or medium or giant. And I do right around okay. medium so I can see it perfectly in front of me. Man, it works mm. solid. So I guess I guess for us, like when Destiny 2 comes out, we could experience something like that using a virtual desktop or big screen or something like that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, Destiny 2 is fun. I already hit the level cap. I'm almost at the light cap. Um, and I just want to do the damn raid. <laughs> nice man, nice. I, I I'm super excited about Destiny 2 because uh, I I didn't play the original one because uh, it was only a console game, but now it's coming to PC and we we're, we're holding on for the 24th of October for release day so we can uh, play. I've actually booked a week off work as well, uh, which is <laughs> which that's is when you uh, know. he's not. That's when you know you're 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 a legit gamer when you book leave to oh, play yeah. Destiny. Grab yeah. it on PC just to see what it looks like, dude. But it is a legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. It's addicting, and they really, really made Destiny 2 better. I know this is a VR show, and we're not about to talk about it, but they, they you used <laughs> yeah, to spend yeah. so much time in the menus waiting for shit to load, and now it's like like they've made so much better hub worlds that it's really, you can just sink hours away, and you have so much fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking I'm looking forward to playing your PC. If uh, if you end up playing on PC, dude, I'll definitely team up with you. Oh, yeah, I got my PC right behind me. I'm going to check it out tonight. I can't wait. Ooh, oh, mate. Show that, it. Show time. it. 
We want to see it. Show that beast. Show the box. Show the box. We will love. Let's we love it. boxes. Uh, smell smell gonna, the box. I like to smell. It's gonna my have boxes. that new, new, new PC smell. Oh, that's a big mm. box. That must be a big computer. Yeah, shake it. Yeah. Yeah, just shake it. Shake it very hard. Throw it around. Dude, I'm nice, so nice psyched. Man. Nice man. Awesome man. Awesome. Life reveal. So that's what they're shouting. Frank is screen. Frank is gonna be one of us soon. You know, he's gonna. Yeah. Come to the dark side. Yeah, join the wanna, dark side. I want to see some tweets tonight, Frank. Some pictures of that bad boy up and running. Wait, I can't wait. I'll do like a classy unboxing. Yeah. Classy. Yeah, yeah, like 20 yeah. second unboxing. I hate unboxings. 20 you gonna seconds? Wear the, uh, what are you doing in those you gonna 20 wear the, seconds? Yeah, wear the, wear the Palma bikini while you're unboxing. Oh, hell yeah, good idea. Do. I'll do it Aronofsky cool, cuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so moving on just quickly. Some... Moving on quickly from non-VR games to VR games that we have been playing this week. Uh, I'd be interested to see what games you guys have been playing and what you think of those games. So uh, fire it away with uh, Prometheus. What, what have you been playing this week, dude? Haven't played any. However, I did get a key from uh, Survivor to that uh, one game that's in beta. And I'm actually excited after this to try it out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that the first person one? What's that? The first person shooter? Sky, yeah. uh, Sky Hook. Yeah. Sky yeah. Hunter. Yeah, exactly. Something hook, I think. Skyfront. Okay. But hey. it's only in beta for like this weekend or something, right? And then yeah. it's going to be uh, um, going for full release. I I think the beta is up until the uh, the early access starts. I think. Mhm. Mm Looks pretty yeah. cool though. I'm excited. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Frank? What have you been playing, dude? Um, I have not been playing too too much this week, just because I've been so busy. But I did play a little bit of what's that game called? The Solus Project came to PlayStation VR, and it's actually ah, cool. Ah. It's like a fifteen plus hour ex exploration like survival game, and they really I was pleasantly surprised for twenty it's bucks. It's a very, very, very fun, fun game. game. Yeah, it's yeah. fun with full locomotion I, I, and I crafting. Yeah, I played that game uh, when it was still in like uh, you know development phase for the Vive. I mean, it was already a PC title; you could just play it with PC. But they were like trying to optimize it for the Vive, and even then, they were already doing a, a great job with that. It's a, it's a it's a really cool title, and I think Paradise Decay suggested that as well to me that I should like uh, recheck it out and maybe start a series of, on that on the channel. And I'm actually thinking about uh, you know doing that. I don't know if it will do well on the channel, but I'm I'm willing to give that one a try. But, but I mean, you could you could actually role play that you escape. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how, Rowdy, you're how never you, gonna live Nathan? that down. That meme will live with you forever. I feel. Well, like I don't care. It's fine, man. <laughs> he doesn't care. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't know about that one. Oh man. So what about you, Nathy? What have you been playing, dude? Um, I've been playing Echo Grotto, a a, a cave simulator where you explore a cave and maybe that sounds a little boring but it's not that boring actually uh it's it's a very cool game where you uh get your climbing air it's like climby but then where it's more like you get into that creepy cave and you, you have like a small light and they're like um the guy added like three creatures in there now you got like snails oh. uh crickets and um some kind of like eel some kind of water monster but like imagine if you got spiders and you really need to scan things and you need to you just need to search for gems because the the system this game uses is very smart. So you got a store where you can buy your tools to go into the cave, but before you can get those tools, you need to find them. And when you found them, they go into the store and then you can buy them 
but if you want to buy them, you need to find gems in the cave. So it's like a loop. And I mean, to be honest here, like I'm not sure how many games you guys played that actually have like a system that wants you to like rewards you in a way. Like mm -hmm. this is genius. It's very nice. So yeah, it's, it's fun. It's like a low polygon style. Uh, would definitely check it out. It's like five bucks. Like it yeah. started as a five it's bucks. It's definitely one of one. the titles that I still want to play as well. I've yeah, seen no, it's it's really it's, uh, really, it's, cool. it's really fun. And I also played Robinson again. Uh, because they just got new a new update where you can use motion controllers. I'm not sure. Is it also on the PlayStation VR, Frank, or only? Oh, no motion uh, controllers. Do you think they are going to do that, or yeah, maybe? Okay. Yeah, because. Uh, but I, w I wasn't I wasn't very amused by their. Uh, it was kind of disappointing to be honest. Oh, really? uh, it felt very basic in a way. I think they rushed it. I think they were like, okay, maybe we should just bring the game out again. Uh, and this time with controllers because they haven't been in development for months for sure. But I thought that Robinson was a game that has been built from the ground up for VR and also motion controllers. But it seems like they stopped that development part of motion controllers pretty quickly because you can just see it's outdated. It's outdated compared mm -hmm. to all the other times where like Robo Recall and the climb, you can really see your hands moving and they are kind of static and they don't align with your actual controllers. They are higher up. So it's, it's, I don't know, I, I expected more. I love the game. It's, it's definitely one of the best story-based games I played. It's very strong in a way, but motion controller, yeah, I don't know. It didn't really add up anything to the experience. You can't grab things. It's still the scanner you use. So it's not like, uh, you can't like, you got like that dino pet, right? Uh, uh, Leica, it's, you can't just uh, um, interact with her, you know, you can't feed her or that, that could have been so great. It could have been so, but I don't know, like they, they already finished the game and it was already too late. It's, it's a shame. I think it's a shame, but I, I did. It does it. sound like a shame. Yeah, it sounds like a shame. A sort of wasted opportunity there, maybe. No, I, I mean, maybe my expectations were a bit too high, maybe, mm. um, but I don't know. Um, they could have made this game so like, that was the only thing that they had to add mm. for true perfection. Yeah. So, so the, 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 Schmie the Schmiegel Cave game is, is better, in your opinion? The Schmiegel game ga yeah, yeah, Cave game is much better because I also live in a Schmiegel Cave myself. So I totally felt like, oh, I was like screaming, Gollum, Gollum, where's my monster? Uh, Catching yeah. fish with my, my bare hands, you know? So no, I totally, uh, yeah. But no, seriously, nice. I recommend that game. Go check it out. It's really fun. It is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this week, yeah. So this week, uh, I went back to duck season. Um, I had a lot of feedback saying that you know I hadn't really seen what the whole the game had to offer, uh, and that's probably true in a way because I just played it the vanilla ending. You know, it was a very boring ending in that you know you don't shoot the dog through your playthrough, so he doesn't come for you at the end, and everyone lives happily ever after, and you get to play the maracas at the end. So that was kind of boring, and so I was like, okay, okay, I'll, I'll go back and play it again, and. I even went back and played every single ending that's uh, possible. Oh wow! And uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of really dark, shady stuff that happens, which is actually quite interesting. You're kind of regretting um, it now. <laughs> yeah, like if you if you don't want to have nightmares, then don't watch the oh. video. But uh, it's it's pretty creepy. Like this dog, um, he murders your mum, which is nuts, and then he tries to murder you as well. Uh, oh. So that's kind of crazy, but yeah, I, I did all the different endings and I did a video showing the different endings, so that was kind of cool. Um, other than that, we I just played some uh, bloody uh, zombies this morning, um, which is kind of like a 
a beat em up side scrolling beat em up game, a bit like Double Dragon, the old Double Dragon sort of beat em up game, that kind of style. But you're sh you're fighting zombies in like a London apocalypse area. Uh, it's kind of fun, but it's it's clearly not made for VR. You know, it's just VR has been tacked on as a as an extra. Um, you can play the game in or or out of VR either way, but um, it, I don't think it really adds anything to that particular genre of game. Um, so it's kind of nice to play, but it's just it doesn't do anything additional. Like you know, it would be nice if you had items being thrown at you or stuff. You like like if you beat up a zombie, you like flies up towards like your face. Uh, so you kind of get that 3D effect, but there's nothing in it that that benefits from using VR. So that's a bit of a shame. Um, it seems like about the, it, the really. game is just like there are scenes happening around you, but it's not like it comes that close where, you know. Um, yeah. Like that's that's the thing. Like Lucky Still, for example, was the first game where I had my experience where things were flying towards me. Where Lucky goes over like a bridge with a waterfall, and the fish are like flying into your face. Things like that, yeah. you know, that that adds up. But if you just have the game, you're just walking around, and uh, yeah, so I yeah. don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bit of a shame, but um, so that is about it, really. So is there anything else you guys uh, want to talk about before we wrap it up, or is there any questions from the chat that you want to throw out there? Yeah, I think that uh, VR chat we haven't really mentioned that yet, where uh, you know HTC. Funded. Yeah, let me uh, let me have a quick look at that and just um, I mean, it's, we'll it's, try it's and answer short, some. Uh, but uh, it's it's cool. I can I'm, tell I'm you real quick about the chat. games that I played as well while you were. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, sure. Sorry, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> no, oh, no, hey, no, Rowdy. Then, uh, uh, hey, hey, Rowdy. We, we, yeah, yeah, here I'm about uh, to, to look up the, the stuff for the VR chat you wanted to talk about. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, now nah, the, the game that I play is also uh, well, Bloody Zombies uh, together with Mike. Uh, it's a I, I can I can imagine there's an audience for that, but it's indeed it's not a VR game. The only thing they really added was the uh, the VR headsets that like the little characters are wearing if you're playing in VR. So that's that, that's the that's the addition for VR, I guess. And then I I played that uh, that Skyfront game uh, together with uh, with Kaz and Cherry today. Uh, it's a fun game. I really have to say it's a. I had a. I think I played for like a, a, a roughly an hour. And I, I didn't I didn't get bored at all like during the hour that we were playing. There was only one map at the moment that I could find. Uh, I played together with the devs as well because uh, I mean there's not that many people in the beta server. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a fun it's a fun game. It's kind of like you have those like you know those giant guns that you can like fly with. So you use them as like sort of like propellers to to move forward. Uh, and then uh, you have uh, rockets that are like you know missile seeking. And you have hooks that you can like uh, kind of Spider-Man, <laughs> like Spider-Man fly around, and you got like a, a pistol which is more like a, a one-shot kind of kill, and it's yeah, it's a it's a pretty fun title. Um, and what else did I play? I played the well, I finished Prison Boss, <laughs> I finished uh, Out of Ammo, uh, I played Archangel, and uh, the IOTA project. Yeah, those are the oh, ones yeah. that I that I played. Oh, that's about uh, it. Did, you didn't play anything else. <laughs> <laughs> no? Uh, yeah, not yet. <laughs> no? Okay. Still still doing a couple of videos tomorrow, probably. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I've just had time to have a quick look at this. So, uh, yeah, VR chat raises 4 million uh, round led by HTC. So, this is a VR chat application 
that just received $4 million worth of funding from HTC. Uh, it's interesting because it's obviously like a, a social platform where you can meet up with other people. Um, and it's actually something that we've looked at in the past before starting this podcast, where we would have some sort of like virtual reality environment where we all join in VR. And then we could maybe like project uh, pictures or videos on the wall within the, like a VR boardroom, for example. Uh, but this kind of is like a chat application where you can meet up with friends and chat and hang out. A bit like Altspace, so it's kind of interesting that it's a very similar application, but has just received a load of funding. Um, what do you guys... I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. you guys, I gotta go. I got a super busy day for me today. It's like a graduation for a college near me, but you're beautiful. I'll see you guys next Saturday. Okay, bye-bye. All right, see you. Uh, so, um, do we have to add another stream so it all lines up? Uh, yeah. Or should please. we just... Uh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Me to do it. But um, no, but it's it funny now. though. Uh, Rowdy and I played some VR chat, and and you can really see like they got their own community. You know, it's like I think they did a great job on investing into that. You know, it's it's mm. really nice. It is. It's it's a fun place. I mean, you, they, everyone can build their own world there. Everyone can do their own, you know, unique thing. And and you yeah. can just be yourself there too. Like I I don't know many places where people are really themselves. Like Rowdy, I mean you have seen there are also people dressed up like anime characters and they don't really talk, but they they just wave at you and they run around like oompa loompas and I have no idea who they are. You know, like Rowdy and I met some moderators from the game too. Mm-hmm. They didn't really talk. They did their job, but they had like little hats on and they were like looking at us from 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 a tree and and stuff. I mean. It's, a, it's a, I, I don't I I don't really know how to describe VR chat, but it's, it's I, I like that place. It's like the, it's, the weirdest it's kind of weird VR, but it's it's hilarious. But I feel welcome. Yeah. I feel welcome there. You know, it's weird, but I I don't feel like I'm I'm really getting bullied there or whatever. You know, yeah. so yeah. I'm gonna have to try that out. Definitely, it sounds kind of crazy. It's totally free, so uh, yeah. Why yeah. Not? Yeah. So I just want to throw this out to the chat because uh, it's, a, it's an idea that we've uh, talked about before. But say if we had this chat, like this podcast, but we did it in VR and we sort of show the cat like a, from a virtual camera in VR uh, what our actions are and like the, the board, like a conference board or something like that where we could put videos on and pictures. Would that be something you guys are interested in or do you kind of prefer this kind of layout that we've got going on at the moment where we're just kind of talking out of VR as such? Uh, so I just want to throw that out there to the chat to see what you guys think about that. Yeah, that's actually that's a very cool idea. I don't know how feasible it will be. Uh, we also got a, a question from the chat from uh, VR Gaming Involved uh, saying, uh, one last question, uh, do you guys like bananas? Uh, of course. Of course yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I mean, uh, you can see on my, uh, on my face that I don't really eat that much fruit, but <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, have, uh, I, I had a banana before. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the comments do seem uh, <laughs> fairly positive about it. Uh, do it, yeah. yes, interested. This would be awesome. It'd be cool if it was possible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe we'll try something like that in in the future uh, as a sort of a test. And if you guys like it, then we'll carry on. If not, mm -hmm. then we'll revert back to our old format. But there's a couple of uh, companies that are doing like a beta thing at the moment where uh, they've got like a very similar kind of platform where yeah. you can meet up and have conferences in VR. Maybe we could use utilize something like that to, yeah. to, to push this uh, content out there. Yeah. But unless you guys have got anything else and yeah, unless I, there's anything I got, else. From... I got one more thing uh, to, to say. Uh, Next sure. weekend, I've been invited by uh, Sony to go to uh, Game Force, 
which is a, a gaming event in Belgium. It's uh, the, the largest gaming event in Belgium to, to try out some of their new uh, VR games. So yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting weekend for me uh, next week. Mm. I don't know uh, what what they're really going to expect from from me there. They're also doing a live stream uh, where they have me uh, uh, playing some of their games. So yeah, that sounds Ooh. that sounds really interesting. I hope to to get something new next week. Yeah, are you going to vlog there? Am I gonna vlog? I'll probably uh, take my camera with me and take some video shots as well. Uh, don't really know yet what the idea is that they expect from me there, but uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to it, and I'll, I'll try to like you know push out a video on there as well. Yeah, what what kind of games would you play there then? They haven't they haven't really uh, let me know any of the games. I know that Eric in the chat had an idea about the games, but uh, I haven't really looked into what the, what new kind of stuff that they have. Uh, yeah. Um, it could be Moss. I mean, Moss is something yeah, that gets yeah, demoed yeah. a lot. Skyrim mm -hmm. VR is getting demoed a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Bethesda yeah. has their own like uh, office in 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 Holland. So I mean, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I already sure checked. They, they were gonna they were gonna be there as well. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting. An interesting day, two days. Yeah, true. True, Dad. Okay, yeah, that that's about nice it. One. I guess. Nice one. Mm -hmm. well we'll wrap it up we'll leave it there thanks again for watching guys thanks for yeah. joining us in the chat and getting involved in this yeah. obviously it's a weekly podcast so we'll be here every Saturday hopefully next Saturday we'll be on time yeah. we'll get our housekeeping in order um, so yeah we just want to say thanks again for supporting us and uh, we'll oh, see yeah. you on the next one and, and, and uh, I mean if I miss this podcast or I haven't seen the whole thing where can I watch the whole podcast once again so I upload the podcast on my channel on a Sunday, so you can catch up with it on Virtual Reality Oasis uh, YouTube channel, and uh, hopefully I'll have the nice clean audio for you, so uh, it'll sound really, really nice. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, well, bye-bye. See you later. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks See you later. Thanks for joining. Bye.